The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get all of the promo hookups and you can get in on the action on the Sweet 16 this weekend, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Man, between Izzo, getting it done over the weekend in Columbus and just hammering a two-seated Marquette, now off to the Sweet 16 at Madison Square Garden, New York City. Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. will be the tip against Kansas State. They win that, they'll get the winner of Tennessee and Florida Atlantic. Though Tennessee's not the same team with the injuries they have in the backcourt. I know they beat Duke. They play some defense. But Izzo loves those bruising-type matchups. And the Spartans have a good shot. I guess the ideal situation, if you're a Michigan State fan, take care of business against K-State, where the Spartans are a two-point favorite over the Wildcats on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. And then hope Florida Atlantic would upset Tennessee. Because Tennessee still can play some defense with Rick Barnes. But they made it to the Sweet 16. They were unranked to start the year. They've given us glimpses when they beat Kentucky, when they had a shot to beat Gonzaga on the aircraft carrier. Izzo and his staff coach, man. And he's old school. He's fiery when they make a mistake. He's pumping his fist when they get a big offensive board. He doesn't listen to the culture-canceling Twitter nation He coaches the way he's coached since he started. And his players respect him, love him, and they show up every year in mass. When they get that reunion game, that reunion weekend, and Izzo's taking all the heat. Oh, he's he's Bobby Knight Jr. No. What's missing with the younger generation in this country, even as parents, You can't give your kids the kick in the ass you used to or that you used to get. Oh, there's too much about you can't. Oh, you're riding your kids too much. You need to give them space. Let them fail. Let them experience things. I'm like, no, I still think the biggest motivator is accountability for your actions. I do in sports and in life. Because most of the lessons learned playing sports, and I don't care if your kid is five or it's you, or you're playing through college. Because at the pro level, it's a business. But through college, because everybody doesn't go pro. They get a degree, they had a great experience, they move on in life. 
but it's the lessons you learn from coaches. Because for some reason, kids, and I'm a father of five, will listen to their coaches more than they do the parents. Or more than they do the dads. A lot of moms, the kids will listen to their mothers. Or some kids just run over their mothers in terms of doing what they want to do. But most kids will listen to their moms. But the dads, the old school accountable mentality, and I'm not talking about hitting your kids, nothing physical, not shaming them, not being the great Santini dad who's out of control in the stands at a youth game. But talking to your kids about the good and bad, talking with your kids when they do have a bad game, and not riding them, but telling them it will be okay. But just like in life, if they make a mistake, you might chat their ass with some comments, but you're the first person to hug them when you see that they got their grades back up and it's a 3.5. But in this world, parents are afraid to be parents. Coaches are afraid to be coaches. But you know what? Tom Izzo has set up yours to that mentality. And I judge it by what his former players say about him and what they do. So it's amazing. Uh, Izzo can coach. I don't care. The lost art in America of accountability. Pros are pros. It's a different animal. But those youth coaches, and I'm not talking about the crazy dads, or high school coaches or even college coaches who used to send a message to a player that the lesson they're teaching will help that player, not just in sports, but off the field the rest of their lives. Because how many of you have had coaches that what they said to you, still you can hear their voices when you're 55? I can hear Coach Tom Christopher telling me, Bill, the day you level out your emotions, and he said this to me, and I I can hear it in the hallway at Sparta High School, 1980, Bill, the day you level out your emotions, you're going to be an incredible media, radio, or movie star, or you'll be selling Swampland in Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, Coach Christopher, thank you. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't laugh when he said it, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I kind of see that kind of, I see that spectrum here at 18. Or coaches, when I told my high school baseball coach, Coach Andrews, I go, man, I don't have to run. I hit 450. I don't need to run. He goes, turn your uniform in. I go, what? He goes, turn your uniform in. I'm thinking, like, you're kidding me. No, turn it in. I've had it with you. He didn't play. I didn't play. He won't let me back on. And when I came back to Michigan, I'm at a Kennewa Hills youth football game, Bob Skibby's kids, my friend, and there's a tap on my shoulder, and I didn't recognize initially who it was, and he says, Coach Andrus. And he looked at me and said, I knew you'd make something of yourself. And I'm thinking, he sent me a lesson, right? Miss, I, that was it. I wasn't eligible my senior year because I had, you know, at Grand Rapids Central, I decided that class wasn't important, so my eligibility was up my senior year. Oh, my God, across the board, three sports. Can't play. Can't play anything. But you know what that lesson taught me? The coaches, the school, at the time, MHSA, nobody, nobody caused what happened. It was all on me. And it was accountability. And now coaches are afraid to have accountability because you got crazy parents. You got school saying, we can't do that. We can't really. 
We can't force them to go to practice. If they want to go on vacation, spring break with their family, they don't need to go with the team. Okay. Oh, Johnny has a dentist appointment at four. He's going to miss that game because he has to get a molar taken out. Really? Really? Uh, tell Johnny to bring his damn uniform in and good luck with the molar. That, that's the world we're in. And there still are some old school coaches, and I'm telling you right now, when you look at the success of any high school or college program, the success, not, not a flash-in-the-pan one-year run or two-year run. You look at Calipari struggling at Kentucky the last four years. The one-and-done catches up with you because those guys aren't listening to you. They're getting their points. They're ready to get paid. But Izzo, look how many guys come back on reunion weekend to see him. How many former players with Twitter and everything you have out there have trashed Izzo? And by the way, when Michigan State's doing well, or they win a big game like yesterday, you can look on Twitter and you see every former player tweeting out something about Izzo and Michigan State. So accountability, it's still there inside Michigan State basketball. And Joey Hauser, here's a chance of his name at the end of that Marquette game, and most of you Michigan State fans wanted his ass gone. But you know what? He didn't stop working. And Izzo held him accountable. And Izzo might chap his ass live in front of a national TV audience, but he's the first guy to hug him and say he deserved that moment on the stage yesterday. That's what Izzo does. It's a lost art, man. It is. And I look back on what I did when you're older and you can realize that it was on me. Yeah, I could blame growing up poor. I could blame this school. I could blame this, blame everybody. No, it was my fault and I missed it. And I, I missed an unbelievable year. I had to go to school every day through the three sports seasons and watch those, my friends that all played, and I couldn't play. I could not play. And the junior year, I mean, damn, you know, later this week, John Vanderwall is going to join us in the studio. And when I taught John his swing, he said, I want a pattern in after your swing, Bill, from your Sparta swing. Because with the Grand Rapids A's, my brother Bob would play with, I'll tell you what, their youth, like 16-year-old team, Still, it's unmatched in West Michigan. And had Brent Gates, who went on to the major leagues, John Vanderwall, my brother Bob is the second-round pick of the Brewers, uh, Mark Dewey, who I think pitched with the Giants, right, if I'm not wrong. it was. Uh, we'll talk to John later in the week, but it's amazing. So, anyways, my swing, a right-handed Vanderwall swing, I called it. And then he saw it, copied it, and ended up playing with Bonds and Jeter. And I ended up not being able to play my senior in high school. You think life's fair? No. Did I blame Vanderwall? No. Did I blame anybody? No. It was accountability. And that's why I love Tom Izzo. I really do. I think he's fair. I think he's honest. And I think he does it his way. And a lot of people are afraid to do it their way because of Twitter, Facebook, and repercussions. And, oh, my God, you need to coddle all the kids. That's what they need. They need a friend. Yeah, they need a friend more than they need a kick in the ass when they're young. Keep it up, Izzo. You're showing the world that you're not changing your ways and you're playing K-State on Thursday. More conversation. Speaking of Michigan State, coming up here in a few moments on an amazing Sunday. Two-game run in Columbus. And we also have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan State will win two this weekend and get to the Final Four in Houston? How crazy would that be? 
You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening right now. A local bank you can trust and depend on. And they love relationships uh, with their clients and with their customers. So thank you to Mercantile Bank. And you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, get in on our Home and Away opening day promotion. How would you like to watch the Tigers in Tampa and the Tigers at home against the Red Sox? Airfare from Grand Rapids and hotel for two for the season opener in Tampa, then two tickets for the home opener against the Red Sox in downtown Detroit, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. Just text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21000. You have until Friday at noon to enter, 21 and up. Text TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21000. And if you're driving and can't write that down or forget it, uh, we have the pin post where you can enter the quick link, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, you can bring the hoops action right into the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, any new customer can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets. All you have to do, download the DraftKings app, and then when you sign up, use the promo code HUGE. Then you can bet $5 on the NBA and instantly get $200 in bonus bets. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. The Pistons had a two-point lead against the Miami Heat with 420 left last night, but they went cold down the stretch. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero took over as the Heat outscored them by 19 in the final frame. 112-100 the final, Butler had 26, Hero had 19. James Wiseman did lead Detroit with 22 and 13. But Dwayne Casey says this is part of the maturation process for his team to make better decisions when the game intensifies against playoff contending teams. While the Pistons will face another playoff contender Tuesday night in Atlanta. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refresh.
refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan is Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on our affiliate in Lansing. The game, 7.30 a.m. The Huge Show is tape delayed weeknight, 6 until 9 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. And Tim, you watched a lot of Tom Izzo games uh, in the NCAA tournaments. And when you look at yesterday's win over Marquette, and really what they did this weekend in Columbus. I thought what happened against Marquette start to finish, and I know Final Four wins or championship game uh, don't count, but in terms of any game prior to a Final Four, I thought that was the best I've ever seen from an Izzo team and coaching start to finish. Well, the irony of it is, Bill, that they didn't shoot well in free throws against Southern Cal and they didn't shoot well from the three-point area against Marquette, and yet they got away with that. I mean, they missed seven consecutive free throws down the stretch against Southern Cal, but their defense was good enough to hold them off to win by 10. And then if you'd have told me before the game last night they were going to go two for 16 from the three because those guards are their strength, right? Then you figure, well, everybody thought Marquette was going to win, so Marquette wins. But, you know, there's more than one way to do this in the tournament. And I think the one thing he does consistently through the years, he being Tom Izzo, is that he has those players absolutely convinced you have got to leave every ounce of energy you have on the floor. And if we lose, we lose, but we don't have any regrets about the way we did it. But that's the way we're going to have to win, especially when you would, when you have a team like he has that really doesn't have, you know, a dominating star like a Cassius Winston or a Denzel Valentine or a Mateen Cleaves. He doesn't have that. But he's jury-rigged, you know, what he has together to get through the first weekend. I don't think it's going to be easier moving forward. But on the other hand, if they play with the intensity that they showed in the first two games, you better show up to play them because they, I think they like the feel of winning. And yet on the other hand, could they slip the way they did last week against Ohio State? That One would think that's not going to happen relative to effort. But that's the beauty of the tournament. And I just think, Bill, he sells those players and they buy it. I better leave it all out here um, because that's going to be our path to victory. And obviously twice this week, you know, through the tournament, they've done that. You could see when Izzo did the fist pump after that offensive rebound late in the game against Marquette yesterday. And his fist pump, his body movement, even the announcers talked about it. That's the Izzo basketball he wants come tourney time. No question. And that's been their recipe for success. I mean, I think all these guys get the X's and O's. They all 
coached with a strategy. They run the offenses that they've run during the year for the most part. Uh, and I think he's long felt that rebounding is effort related. They have not been, in my opinion, the last three years nearly as a dominant rebounding team as he's had in their so-called glory years. But, you know, with him, effort is everything. And they out-rebounded Marquette. Now, whether they're going to be able to do that against Kansas State or not, and whether that's going to make a difference, uh, you know, who knows? I think, Bill, the hard thing about these tournaments, I've said this for a thousand years, is when you get in a neutral court setting against teams you haven't seen, officials you haven't seen with a crowd reaction that you're really not normally used to, either good or bad, there's a lot of variables there, and you don't know how it's necessarily going to play out. But I thought from the start, Yesterday, Marquette looked out of sync. I think they were a little shell-shocked, but they got behind the way they did early. To their credit, they got a very brief lead in the second half but couldn't hold it. And the other thing, Bill, is I think Michigan State, like a lot of teams, is so much more dangerous when they are not a prominent seed. If Purdue had been a 3-4 or 5 seed where the glare wasn't on them, I think they might have fared differently than what they did. But, you know, when you're the one seed Kansas was, they were, the expectations are so high and the pressure is so high, and the other team can just let it go and play with effort, enthusiasm, and not worry about the outcome. And to me, they look like they have not played tight in these first two games. Now, now we got three or four days off. Then you're going to Madison Square Garden. I mean, I, you, it would appear that the path for them to the Final Four, uh, you know, is Kansas State and Tennessee. And I think, you know, those, th- those are a little different dynamic than what they've seen the first two games. But on the other hand, if I'm Tennessee and I'm, and I'm Kansas State, I don't know that I necessarily want to play Michigan State because they're going to be a hassle because they think they belong here. They think they should win. They have momentum. Their coach is beating them to a pulp to play like crazy, blah, blah, blah. And so that should make it an interesting weekend, I think, in New York. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show is heard weeknights, tape delayed 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on a.m. 7.30. And the Capital City is joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Michigan State advancing to the Sweet 16. Yeah, on paper now, you look at it and you see State on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. They're a two-point favorite over K-State in Thursday. Sweet 16 game at 6.30 in New York City. And Tennessee, not at full strength, uh, but they played a ton of defense uh, to get to the Sweet 16. I, I wonder now when you're the favorite compared to being the underdog that Izzo can play perfectly uh, with the team because Marquette, I, I said it last week, Tim, I don't know if it was with you or every day on the show that going into the tournament outside of Alabama, I thought Marquette was playing the best basketball. UCLA might be close, but I really thought Alabama Marquette looked like surefire final four teams. And if Izzo and Michigan state could beat Marquette, I thought they had a chance to get to Houston in the final four. Well, I mean, on my bracket sheet, I had Tennessee because of its athleticism. Uh, and in the, if it is a SEC semifinal between Tennessee and Alabama, that to me is just going to absolutely be a war if those two match up. I think they're the two most athletic teams that are in there. And I'm not sure that that helps Michigan State if it would play Tennessee to face an athletic team, especially you know when you've played a couple of nights before. But they can worry about that then if they get that far. Um, I thought Tennessee was really impressive against Duke. But I remember, Bill, you know, Izzo scrimmaged Tennessee in Knoxville in October. And when he came back, 
he said clearly Tennessee has enough athletes to go ahead and contend clearly for the national title. And I remember he said that. Now, it's been a long time since then, but um, but I think Tennessee is, going to, is a tough matchup for anyone. All my Final Fours are still in it. Some other teams aren't. I had Miami of Florida, Gonzaga, Alabama, and Tennessee. I think Kansas State is a is a tough matchup. They play in the Big 12. I think that's the best conference overall. Not that that's going to have an effect on this game. I mean, after all, Michigan State's the only Big 10 team left. And even though it's said that State's a two-point favorite, Bill, that to me says it's a toss-up game. You know, whether you're up to, down to, whatever it is, it, it, it's a one-possession spread. And I've seen it elsewhere in other betting sites where, you know, Kansas State was a two-point favorite. But We'll go with State being a two-point pair. I don't think Tom looks at that with any reality. Yeah, he knows what he's getting into, and and Kansas State clearly has been impressive. But you know, in a one-game knockout, we've that's why I claim it's easier to win the Powerball than it is to get a perfect bracket sheet because these teams are in all new territories, and when they're in new, you know, they're not home and they're not away, and with all the other things that are different for them, I think it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, you know, to predict. Although when Michigan State has struggled in the Big Ten tournament in years past, it has tended to play better than that in the NCAA tournament and vice versa. Well, they struggled in the Big Ten tournament, got plenty of rest, and look where they are now. Now, whether they have carryover against Kansas State, because I think Kansas State, well, after watching Marquette, I mean, I, and watching Kansas State, it, it appears to me Kansas State is going to be a much bigger challenge. Marquette had trouble getting the ball inside. They never looked like they were in whack, and they never looked to me, Bill, like they were playing with much confidence. Even when they got the lead back, I still thought Michigan State had a lot to do with that. Now, look, Michigan State made 10 more free throws in a nine-point game. So their free throw shooting, to me, was the big key. They made nine more. The game before, they missed seven straight, went 15 for 25. So all that stats said, What's going to happen now in New York for either team, Kansas State being the same way? Is Kansas State going to play the way it did against Duke and give up 52 points against a blue blood like that and bury him in the second half or not? Which I think is really the fun of the tournament every year. Tim Stout talking about Michigan State and the Sweet 16. Izzo and the crew at Madison Square Garden Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. is the tip on TBS. State a two-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board Timmy. Appreciate the update, and we'll talk next week, and maybe it'll be about Izzo going back to the Final Four. All right, good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. All right, speaking of hoops, you can check in on your bracket, how you're doing in the $1,000 Bean Garter Bracket Challenge. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Also info there at thehugeshow.net on our season Opening home and away giveaway. How would you like to win airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa? Hotel and two tickets to lots of Tigers and the Rays in the 2023 season opener. I'll join you. You'll meet Matt Shepard from Valley Sports Detroit. Then you'll get two tickets to the home opener against the Red Sox in downtown Detroit, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. If you're 21 and up, Text the word TIGERS to 21000. That's T-I-G-E-R-S to 21000 by Friday at noon. And you'll be in the drawing. One entry per person, so you can share uh, the text chain with your family, friends, and coworkers. 
That's text the word Tigers to 21000 by noon Friday. And we'll announce a winner during Friday's statewide broadcast here on the Michigan Sports Network. So text Tigers to 21000. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Simple and easy. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And if you can't tune in on one of our 19 statewide radio stations and our affiliates, which are up at thehugeshow.net, on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen live weekday afternoons at 3, or we provide the free online stream at The Huge Show. So if you run out of range or you're on vacation or out of town or state, search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. And also our live stream via the Michigan Sports Network weekday afternoons at 3. That's at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 hoop to win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa. Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. 
It's not nine to five, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Go check in with Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He was in Columbus for the weekend, and what a Sunday it was for Tom Izzo at Michigan State basketball. And Izzo just solidifies the March mantra. I thought it was their best game of the season, reminiscent really of the Gonzaga game when you said this team might be better than what they are on paper, but Izzo does it again in the NCAA tournament. Back to the Sweet 16 against K-State on Thursday night where the Spartans now are a two-point favorite. Opened up as a one-point dog. Uh, Your thoughts on this basketball team and what they did yesterday? Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of the classic Tom Izzo now, right? I mean, his whole his entire focus is to have his team playing its best in March. And I it would be hard to argue that this team isn't playing its best now. Now I know you go back a week in the Big Ten tournament against Ohio State, and that was kind of a kind of a clunker. But when you look at this past weekend against Southern Cal, and then obviously yesterday against Marquette, the way these guards are playing—I mean, that's what you need to win in the tournament: is good guard play, and it's, they're playing as well as just about anybody at this point. But not just that; I mean, you're getting—you were getting something from everybody. Obviously, Joey Hauser made the big shot late. The, the centers who've been really kind of taking a lot of grief, Mati Sissoko, even Carson Cooper yesterday, a lot of good minutes, solid minutes, 10 rebounds, a couple blocks for Mati. Even a guy like Malik Hall only scored four or five points, grabs a huge offensive rebound late in the game that might have really sealed the game. Um, they're, they're getting something from everybody. It's all kind of coming together at the right time. And, you know, just when fans were getting frustrated after a couple of years of – no, no, no first first weekend wins or getting out of the first weekend. Now here they are again, and I, with the way this tournament's going, I, I'm not sure they might not be favored too often. They are right now, but man, I tell you what, I wouldn't put it past them getting to Houston. Who knows? It's it's starting to feel like one of those runs for Tom Izzo. Well, the bracket's set up that way, and you know we say it every year. And Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line that. I was comfortable enough to put them in my Final Four. Superfly, my producer, picked them to win it. He was treated by mental professionals live on air during a borderline basketball exorcism uh, last Wednesday. But uh, it's where you fall and what happens around you. And you look at their path now, which more than likely will be K-State and Tennessee. And Tennessee, physical and tough, uh, they have injury Issues. K State, though, their guard play, and you mentioned how well the Michigan State guards uh, played. Akins and Walker are going to need to show up big time. And Joey Hauser, the chance of Joey, he said afterwards that he was emotional when he went back uh, to the bench. And here's a guy that 
had been through so much uh, on and off the court and is so emotional at the end and the way he's pumping his fist to the crowd and Kirk Gibson uh, hanging out right there uh, with Barry Sanders watching the game in Columbus. It, it was one of the better Sundays and nothing against national championships or final fours, but that was one of the better Sundays for an Izzo team in his history at MSU. Yeah, you're right. And it shows what a dope I am. I saw the Gibson sitting next to Mark D'Antonio, and I stopped and talked to him for a second. And somebody asked me, hey, was Barry Sanders there? I didn't even notice the the, the living legend sitting right behind wow. there. So I'm not even paying I know. It was a major fail on my Man, uh, Barry was right there because his son, a lot of people don't realize, Barry's son is on the bench on Michigan State's basketball team. Yeah, the think of the walk-ons that come in in a, in a blowout game. You got Barry, you got Barry's son Nick, you got Steve Smith's son Davis, and, and of course Stephen Izzo. So that's uh, you know they go they go for the star appeal when they get up big in the game. But 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 I think you're right. It, it did have that kind of feel, and I, you know we're talking about the bracket, and it's so much about matchups in this tournament. And now they're matching up against teams that don't have a decided advantage. You lose Purdue. Now you know if they were to get to that point, you're not facing a big like Zach Eady. You look at Kansas State, you look at potentially Tennessee. These are matchups that aren't going to overwhelm Michigan State. Now you still got to play well, but there's not going to be something that those teams do that Michigan State doesn't have an answer for, and that is so important in these and how that bracket falls. Um, it's, it's clear the matchups have been good for them to this point. They look good going ahead. Um, so that's why I think there's a lot of optimism on what might happen over the next and maybe even a couple weeks here. And you give Izzo and his staff and the team time to prepare for Noel, uh, the guard who I think he's the best player so far in the NCAA tournament, uh, the K-State guard, and they're well coached. And and then, like I said, Rick Barnes in Tennessee probably will get by Florida Atlantic. They'll be there, and then Izzo could be playing on a Saturday for the right to go to Houston. And regardless, getting to the Sweet 16 for a team that was unranked. And I go back to my all-access show inside the film room at the Breslin with Izzo, second week of October 2022. And he said, yeah, we're you know nationally not getting love, but there's something I really like about this team, and I hope I can put it together by the time we get to March. And here we are. Yep, and he is—he really has contended that same thing all year. Now, look, they, they've certainly had their ups and downs and moments where it wasn't coming together, but he never really backed off of that, that he still felt this team had something in them that was going to be able to lead to some sort of March run, and, and he was saying it right up to last week. So, you know, obviously he sees a little more than we do, but I just you saw flashes of it clearly all season, whether it was early when they beat Kentucky or, you know, some of the games they won late. It this team has something in them if they could get past some of those inconsistencies and they seem to be doing it right now. And the other thing is they're defending again like they were for the bulk of the season. I mean, defense travels as they say and it's kind of remarkable when you get stops how much better things go and and, and we've seen that defense the last couple of games. So I think he saw all those things you know, again, like he says, it's a matter of putting it all together Uh, but this is one of those times so far it looks like they are at the right time. Marquette coming in was fifteen and one, fifteen and one, and maybe yeah. you start the having to play uh, into Sunday in a championship game, and how much basketball your team had played uh, in the last couple of weeks, and you know state gets bounced early, and they have the fresh legs, and it 
looked like it uh, both against USC and against uh, Marquette. And I thought the foul trouble uh, for Marquette starters, Iguodaro especially early, I think that was a big key in helping Michigan State uh, get that lead and, and in the end win it. Right, and you know, put Kolick, their point guard, the, the Big East player of the year, he got he got two fouls really quick and never he never really seemed to get in much of a rhythm for them either. Um, gave a lot of credit to the Michigan State defense afterward too. So I think you're right; those things, you know, you know, Marquette had that little run at the end of the first half when when AJ was on the bench with two fouls. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just don't think they ever let Marquette get comfortable. They had a couple little runs, but overall. It seemed Michigan State always had an answer, and, and again, it's that defense. If it's if it's playing like that and making things difficult, you mentioned uh, Noel with Kansas State. It's I mean that guy can make them from everywhere, so you could still play good defense and he still beat you. But you got to at least feel good about your chances that they're going to make it tough for him. Man, speaking of tough, Walker hit a couple of tough shots. Sissoko with two pivotal blocks yeah. late in that game, and AJ when he's running the point. Uh, he is really spot on, and that goes to Izzo and coaching and what he said earlier in the season when he talked to A.J. that we need you to give up the ball first, then get it back, or take it to the hole, and he really kind of told A.J. stop shooting the outside jumper almost, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and no, when it's, it's all about knowing when to shoot and what is a good shot, and that has right. taken A.J. some time to figure out what exactly that is, and you know what, he's still going to have a couple here and there. But overall, the way he's kind of taken over, there was a moment early yesterday where Izzo was upset at Jay Nakins for something, a defensive goof-up or whatever, and was really laying into him. And A.J. walked over and put his hands on Izzo's shoulders and, like, got, you know, face-to-face and kind of told him, I got this. Izzo just nodded his stop, nodded his head, and walked away. And I thought at that moment, this is when this is becoming A.J. Hogarth's team. Because you've seen that from point guards in the past whether it be a Cassius Winston, guys like that. And it's that realization then that Izzo kind of knows, all right, finally, I've got my point guard in control of this team. And that that was a moment where you really started to see it happen. And A.J., it's taken some time to get here, and it's been frustrating for Tom at times. But I think that was a moment you really saw it start to change. And and it's right, you know, as far as A.J. goes, this is going to be as far as Michigan State goes. So, he is obviously a massive key to this whole thing. Yeah, and so you get him another key as they move forward with K-State on Thursday. That game will be at 6.30 at Madison Square Garden. I think they're going to need more offense out of Malik Hall. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's – I'll say this. He's looked a lot better the last two games physically than he had, you know, certainly against Ohio State the week before. So he's defending better. He's getting in the, in the traffic and rebounding. But you're right, I think they need him to score more. He had some good looks yesterday. A lot of guys did um, that didn't go in. But, but he, he doesn't look tentative or hesitant. And I think that's all good. So you got to just think maybe the shots are going to start falling for him. And you add that other piece. Same with Joey. He didn't really get a lot of shots. And Marquette did a good job of kind of taking him out of that. But, you know, if those guys, if, if Joey's getting, uh, you know, 12, 13, 14 shots a game, and you're getting a little more from Malik, then I, see, I think you see that offense ramp up even more. So that, if you're looking for something more that Michigan State could give you, I think Malik is absolutely a guy that could, you know, kind of put it together and, and, and give a little more offensively here coming up this week. Matt Sharbino from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Before I let you go, 
Uh, your early vibe thoughts on that matchup Thursday night with K-State in the Sweet 16. I mean, it's going to be a lot of what we've seen, right? Guard, good on good, man. Guards against guards. These these teams both got really darn good backcourts, and they're both playing pretty well. Um, to me, it's going to be, you know, who, like I just said, who's going to make life tougher for the other team? Because they're both going to defend you really hard, too. So it might be a lot of what we saw against Marquette. Maybe not pretty, but guys just kind of going at it. And the way Michigan State's playing, when you've got a guy like Tyson Walker, I mean, I know, I, again, I know Noel is that guy for Kansas State, but Tyson Walker late in games, I mean, he just relishes these moments where it's like, give me the ball, I'm going to go get the bucket. I mean, even Joey Hauser in the last timeout said, we got to give it to Tyson. And, you know, he just kind of he takes it on and makes some of those shots. So I, I really like the way the, the confidence they're playing with, but this is, going to be another knockdown drag out and, and whatever backcourt's better is probably going to be the difference so I, I don't know if they win but I certainly give Michigan State as good a chance as anybody to win the next two games and end up at Houston and as I said before it's starting to have that kind of feel so we'll see you never know but I, you got to give them a good shot at least. Matt Charbonneau appreciate the time Detroit News Matt Charbonneau on Twitter follow Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. Safe travels to New York City for Thursday night's matchup with Kansas State. Thanks, Huge. Anytime. All right, Matt Charbonneau checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics and gear up for the Spartans in the Sweet 16. Quality license official, Team Gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the Team Gear department at your local Meyer. Big. Bad. Yeah.